This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. Now, has America finally joined the Ukraine war? This is a question for which there is no immediate or an easy answer. An American drone, in fact, went down in the Black Sea this morning. What happened depends on whom you ask. The United States claims that the drone was in fact struck by a Russian jet. A Su-27 fighter collided with the UAV and the drone's propeller reportedly was hit, so the American forces were forced to bring down the drone. Two Russian jets dumped fuel on an unmanned U.S. MQ-9 aircraft conducting routine operations in international airspace. And one Russian jet intercepted and hit our MQ-9 aircraft, resulting in a crash. This hazardous episode is a part of a pattern of aggressive and risky and unsafe actions by Russian pilots in international airspace. So make no mistake, the United States will continue to fly and to operate wherever international law allows. And it is incumbent upon Russia to operate its military aircraft in a safe and professional manner. Now, the United States is accusing Russia of unprofessional and dangerous behavior, but Moscow has rubbished the American narrative. It is said that the American MQ-9 drone was flying close to Crimea. It was flying in a restricted airspace and with its transponders switched off so that the Russian radars could not detect the drone. What happened next? The Russia scrambled its jets, the drone made a pretty sharp maneuver, it lost control and also reportedly lost altitude and crashed into the Black Sea. Basically, Russia is saying that it did not attack the American drone, but the Americans claim that the Russian fighter jet was actually dropping fuel on the drone and also attacked its propeller, which is what resulted in this drone crashing. I want to underline that the Russian fighter jets did not use their onboard weapons. They did not come into contact with the unmanned aerial vehicle and returned safely to the base. So Russia is now pointing the finger clearly at America and it is asking what was a military drone doing so close to the battle zone. Now we're not taking sides here. We're just telling you all sides of the story because at this point of time, it is simply impossible to ascertain whether it is the Americans who are lying or is it the Russians who are lying. Now, in spite of everything that has been reported on this story, we also need to tell you a little bit of a history about this drone. This is the MQ-9 Reaper. This is not the first time that it has made news. Now, this is the same drone that the Americans used to assassinate Iran's top military general Qasem Soleimani at the Baghdad airport. This drone that we're talking about, MQ-9 Reaper, is called the world's deadliest. It is said to be about 11 meters long, it has a wingspan of over 22 meters and it is capable of carrying out precision strikes. This is not an ordinary surveillance drone. This is a drone that carries as many as about 16 Hellfire missiles. It can fly at an altitude of over 50,000 feet it can hover above targets for well over 24 hours. It is remotely operated by a two-person team. And the United States has used this drone in military mission after military mission to target several nations, including Pakistan, Afghanistan and Yemen, to just name three. 
In fact, the Houthis of Yemen had shot down one of these drones in 2019. By 2018, the Americans had flown the MQ-9 Reaper for over 325,000 hours. And 91% of this was in fact linked not to surveillance, not for surveillance, but for combat operations. These drones were in fact previously called Predator B drones. That was the nickname that they had, Predator drones. And today America is telling the world that this Predator drone was actually carrying out an innocent surveillance operation near the battle zone. Now Russia has a question for America. What did Washington do if a Russian strike drone were to suddenly appear near New York or San Francisco? How would the United States Air Force react to it? Now that is something to think about. And also here's something else. What was America trying to prove by flying its MQ-9 Reaper drone so close to the theater of war? From where I'm sitting, it looks like the farce of a proxy war is now over. The analysts will tell you that all this while what Ukraine was, was in fact a proxy war. It was America that was firing from Ukraine's shoulders. Washington, of course, is not a fan of this analysis. It will tell you that the United States is only providing weapons to Ukraine and nothing more and nothing less. And now the American drone has been downed or it has crashed close to Russia. And the question, of course, is can America now claim to not, be, to not being a party to this war? Has it not joined the war already or was it always an active participant? Now, this visual is in fact from the Bryansk region of Russia. Moscow claims that Ukraine carried out a cross-border raid deep inside Russia on the 2nd of March. The Russian soldiers are protecting people from neo-Nazis and terrorists, from those who tortured and killed people in the Donbass for eight years, those who killed Darya Dugina in Moscow, those who today committed another terrorist act, another crime. They infiltrated the border territory and opened fire on civilians. Now, there are security analysts who in fact believe that Ukraine could not have pulled off this raid without active American assistance. If that is true, one wonders to what extent are the Americans actually playing a part in carrying out a cross-border raid such as this. Now, remember last year, in the month of August, Russia's Saki airfield in Crimea was attacked. At least one person was killed and at least about 10 Russian warplanes were damaged. Initially, Ukraine refused to claim the attack. And it was only later that a top Ukrainian commander said that Ukrainian rockets had hit the Saki airbase. And here two experts have wondered, did Ukraine have the capacity to in fact carry out the strike on a Russian airbase in Crimea or did America in fact take part in it? Now, these are difficult questions and these are questions for which there are no immediate answers. But at this moment, this is the question that perhaps the United States needs to look into what is its level of involvement in the Ukraine war. Is it limited only to supplying weapons to Ukraine or is there more that America is in fact doing in the battlefields of Ukraine?